All right, Punk Rock Classrooms crew, sometimes life gets in the way. We were unable to record a new episode for this week, but that's okay. We've got them coming. In the meantime, though, we are sharing the very first episode of Punk Rock Classrooms. Maybe you're wondering, man, what are these guys all about? What are they talking about? What do they believe in? Well, guess what? On our very first episode, we lay it all out, and here it is for you to listen to. So we'll see you at the show. It's the Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast, Episode 1. Good morning, afternoon, evening, commute, or your plan time. I am Mike. And uh, this is Josh, and we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. Uh, The purpose of the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast is to unite educators that are tired of the status quo. We want to bring those educators together, and we want to help tear down sort of this antiquated method that we see in our classrooms. Isn't that right, Mike? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, if you're ready to make a difference in the lives of our kids, bring some passion, energy, unity, bring empowerment back into education, then you've come to the right place. No matter what, we are all punks at heart here. Um, So I'm gonna start off, I'm just gonna tell you a little bit about myself and kind of how punk rock has uh, helped shape me and and who I am today. So growing up from from the youngest age, I think I was five years old, I remember sitting at a stoplight with my mom and uh, I saw a kid get out of a car in front of us and he had this huge mohawk. (laughs) Right off the bat, I was like, I need to be like that kid. (laughs) And uh, my mom kind of freaked out. And then, uh, you know, I found my way into uh, the skateboarding culture with Gleaming the Cube when that movie came out. And, you know, just kind of as I grew up, uh, I never really seemed like I fit in. I wasn't mostly athletic kid. Um, I was smart, but I wasn't like, you know, a popular type of kid in school. So I skated and I kind of found the punk rock culture. And uh, it really throughout my, my youth and my early years, you know, embrace it kind of made me who I was uh I liked standing out I liked doing things differently um I liked that we you know I felt like I had a place to go finally with going to the shows and with with the the groups and the crews and our friends and you know it kind of we did things differently and we were happy and we were making a difference we were getting we we're getting noticed in a positive way because um, <laughs> usually you know punk rock Scott uh, it's uh, negative connotations to it. So, um, but our point, man, was we're we're gonna flip that connotation, exactly, right? Exactly. So exactly, Josh. How, how did how did punk rock? How did your punk rock youth like? How did it change or build your educational philosophy? So, when I was a teacher, I taught middle school ELA, and I I always was doing things different than my my colleagues. I mean, we never were sitting in our seats. We were turning our classrooms into, uh, you know. Uh, courtrooms where we were just debating whether the three little pigs were <laughs> telling the truth or the wolf was telling the truth and he was innocent. And, you know, so we were always doing things out of the box. And it kind of came from, you know, my background of do things your way, make it fun, make it interesting. Because every time we went to punk shows, it was always, it wasn't just seeing a band perform. It wasn't just a concert. We never call it a concert. It was a show. It was an experience. That's right. Were, it was a show. <laughs> right. You were part of the crowd. So I'm like, that's how my classroom should be. So then I got into administration 
as some people say, you cross over the dark side. <laughs> um, and once I became, you know, full on principal, I felt I needed to kind of do, do the things my fellow colleagues in the district were doing. And I needed to do and look and act the way a principal acts, you know, sitting by the desk, making phone calls, make your rounds around the building once a day so people see you. And I became miserable. I started, you know, after three years of being a principal, I was like, started to think this is, this is time to go. I can't do this anymore. I got into this at a young age. So the summer of uh, 2017, uh, there was a conference and I went to it. It was the National Association of Principals Conference here in uh, Chicago, hosted it. And Hamish uh, right. Brewer was talking, you know, the yeah. skateboarding principal. <laughs> so I, I, I was kind of like, what, what is this all about? So I went and saw his session and I was like, man, like this, this is what I need to be doing. I mean, this, I need to get back to who I am as an individual, what, you know, and, and be myself. So I kind of went in the next year with a whole new mindset, a whole new attitude. I'm going to do the role of a principal the way it's not being done. At you're least gonna go, you're going to go back to being Mike, right? <laughs> going back to being Mike. So, you know, I'm out in the hallways, I'm making relationships, I'm empowering the teachers to get out of their comfort zones and do things themselves. And, you know, a lot of things I started doing, you know, I started writing again, which I haven't written in so long. And I started realizing a lot of these characteristics, you know, the DIY, um, being, uh, making connections in those small moments, how like punk bands always would meet with you before the show, they were selling their own merch, talking to fans, they were hanging out afterwards. All these little pieces from my youth were a part of who I was and I needed to embrace that and bring that into education because that's, that's what we needed. We needed, you know, to get our butt kicked and, and going <laughs> in the right direction. So it's, we've seen a huge culture shift just the last year, year and a half at our building where teachers are, they're excited to come back in. I mean, they're happy. They know that they're supported and they know that they can do things differently. And it's all right. If others look at you because you know, you're building the relationship with the kids. And I mean, that's, that's the most thing to get these kids to be happy, believe in themselves, know that they're loved, be able to take risks. And, uh, it all comes back to, to my punk rock background, man. That's Which, right. We'll, throughout the podcast, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I think that you and I probably have a pretty similar story, right? Like you're, you're a kid from the Midwest. Uh, you yep. said, you know, Chicago. I'm from Michigan originally, right? So I, I, I grew up a Midwest punk, man. Like uh, I was in bands in junior high. And then in high school, I was in a band, like almost all of high school and then into college for a little bit. And like, those, those folks that I met in that scene and the relationships I built and, you know, what it was like to, to have to, you know, figure out how to pack your van to get all of your gear in there to make it someplace. Right. What, what it meant to like, you know, make our own, record our own albums and make our own, uh, you know, our own tape sleeves and, and all that stuff. You know, I didn't really think about it, um, you know, I, for me, it's always been this sort of a piece of who I am personally. And I, I always knew that, you know, I was a little different in the classroom, just like you talked about, you know, I, I used to do, uh, I taught American history. I'm now a government teacher. I teach 12th grade government. But, you know, back in the day when I taught U.S. history, I used to do Mr. Buckley's Illustrated History. I would just do it a little differently, you know, I, I, I'd, right. get, I'd get in and, and just do it a little different. And, and you know, 
I found that I'm always kind of doing something differently. And, you know, I've got this thing that I usually say, you know, I had to do this, uh, I was doing this training on um, communication through, um, you know, my, my teacher's association that I belong to. And, and it was about like, what are, what are the three things that make up who you are? And, you know, I, I was kind of tongue in cheek, but my three things were pizza, punk rock and politics. Right. <laughs> and, nice. and like pizza being that community thing, everybody loves pizza. Everybody wants to get together. Right. Like, uh, punk rock being that inherent thing where I always want to do something a little different, fight the man a little bit more, yeah. uh, change the status quo. And then politics is really about how we get things done. I mean, people talk about it as a dirty word, but like I'm a government teacher. And so to me, politics is like how we get together as people and how we kind of like change the system. And so, you know, coming out of all of that, you know, I know that for me personally, education has always been a thing where I've wanted to you know, build relationships with kids. I've wanted to make sure that my classroom was a place where students felt comfortable, where they could share, they could Definitely. learn and they could grow, you know? And, right. and it really, you know, it really didn't dawn on me how much of that was because of how much of my teaching was about punk rock until I saw, you know, you and I were doing a, like we were both participating in a mastery chat on Twitter, right? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you had shared a blog post uh, about uh, DIY stuff, and you reference sick of it all, right? Right. And yeah. and, and that right there, man. In there. <laughs> right, and that clicked for me so much. Like that, just your little message about how um, punk rock was shaping what you do as an administrator. I was like, holy crap, man! That does it for me too. So why, why don't you tell a little bit about um, you know? how how you started blogging about that idea and and you know that that I stumbled across what did that look like how did you get that you know that idea to start putting that out there yeah so you know being a former english teacher uh you know i always wrote you know i always wrote a lot of poetry when i was younger and stuff and then uh, i kind of with you know my admin role i got two kids at home uh 10 and an 8 year old so i'm pretty busy um you know with family and work and whatnot so writing is kind of taking a back seat and then you know, last year I got back into it, trying to tell my staff, you know, we, we got to get out of our comfort zones. And so I started writing, I started sharing it. And, you know, it took a, it took a couple blog posts before I kind of really realized, um, you know, sometimes I was stretching for ideas, like stretching for something to write with, because I didn't want to write your stereotypical, like, no offense to anybody who writes educational blog posts, but I've read some and it just sounds like a textbook or, or a lecture from like an 80 year old professor. <laughs> you know, it, it, that's not me. Like I just right. kind of, you know, I got like undiagnosed ADHD, so I lose interest pretty quick. Um, so I wanted to write something that, you know, was, was entertaining and got to the point and I was needed something that was a true passion of mine and not just punk rock, but music in general and education have always been two things that I just, you know, I, I really enjoy doing. Like I love coming to school every day. I love listening to music and you know, analyzing lyrics and then the whole community of coming together at a show. I mean, so those two things, I just kind of started seeing these connections, like from the things I was doing, like, okay, like, so I wrote this blog post on DIY, do it yourself. Because so many of today's educators are waiting for district office to purchase the next, you know, app, the next, you know, virtual reality goggles, or the next big, you know, thing that they can set up that it's going to save their students and engage them or they're waiting for the government to give you the funding that they say you're going to get. Well, you don't hold your breath. Just come <laughs> right. on. We all know it's not coming. So I started thinking like, 
between all the minds in a school and all the connections that we make outside of the school, you've got the resources, you know, like you got to do it yourself. Like you mentioned when you had your band, you recorded your own, your own tapes, cassette tapes. If <laughs> right. You, remember those are. <laughs> you, know, you, you had a friend, whoever designed your cover, then you go to office max and make, you know, 400 copies right? of the thing, then you're holding <laughs> it yourself at night, shoving it into the plastic casing. I mean, you did it yourself, you got it out, and then you had like some ownership in it. Right. right. We just did it for you. So I'm like, man, we can do these things ourselves. I mean, there's great things out there that we could buy, but not all districts have the funding. Not all districts are willing to buy what teachers say they want. They're going to buy what the big buzzword is because right. it looks good to the public, it looks good to the board. And then the teachers are the ones that realize this is junk. It doesn't <laughs> help us at all. So I'm right. like, do it yourself, you know? And then just the small connections. You know, I wrote a blog post on, um, you know, the real teaching is going to happen when those kids know you care about them. Right, right. You know, we, some of my favorite bands were not my favorite bands until I saw them live. And it wasn't until I saw them before the show and they took the time to sit down and talk to us as people at their merch booth or after the show, sitting outside in 15 degree weather in Chicago, but you're talking to this band. But when they really are getting to know you as a person, that's, I'm like, man, all of a sudden, well, you know, their music ain't that bad. Like they, this guy's <laughs> really good. So I'm thinking that's like the, the school day is your show. Right. You've got downtime. You got time before school. You got a lunch period. You got a plan period. Now I'm not saying you give everything up, but what about that kid that you know you see is having a bad day? You give up five, ten minutes of your lunch to just talk to him. Or maybe you eat lunch with him in your room. I mean, that's gonna make the difference. Right. So I, you know, I just see all these connections from what made an impact on me in the punk rock culture to bring it over here into schools. Yeah. And you know, I, I saw that blog, you know, I saw that blog post and then you and I just clicked, right. I was like, Oh man, this is, I can't believe I never thought of it this way. Like I know myself, like I know that punk rock has influenced my personality and kind of how I go about my day, but I never really put it into terms of, you know, what I, what I think about it in terms of education. And, and, and so reading that stuff really made me go, man, that's it. And, you know, like yeah. you and I hit it off and I'm, I'm super excited that you and I are going to kind of dive into this. And so you and I have been talking punk rock education for a couple months now. We're, we're kind of building this, uh, building this ship as we go. Right. Uh, and it's, I'm super excited, man. I, I'm stoked to kind of bring this to the oh, forefront. Too. And fine. it's finally, we're getting this together, you know? Yeah. Right. I would tell you, like, for me, I've been in kind of like a lull about education, right? Like, I'm a teacher. I love teaching in my classroom, but I haven't really been, you know, super engaged. And I will tell you this year uh, as an educator, um, this last school year and this year has really changed for me. You know, I was involved in, you know, some strategic planning stuff in my district. I was asked to kind of serve on some committees. I'm working on an equity and education thing for my district. And uh, these connections on Twitter, like that, that, you know, that, PLN, right? That, you know, right. that network that we build that, you know, the professional learning network that we build that has kind of really got me back into like going, heck yeah, man. Like it's more than just walking into my classroom every day that we can learn from one another, right? Like that we can Definitely. lean on each other. So Definitely. I'm hoping that you and I create something here that people are going to be able to lean into. And so you mentioned a couple things that you were blogging about and some stuff that, you know, I had shared out. I've got a little blog that I'm doing too. And so you know, 
I want to, so here's what we've got coming up guys. Some of the things that we're going to be talking about, I think for sure our next episode, we're going to talk about getting your crew together, right? Making a scene, making a scene in your classroom. So we grew up in punk rock crews and that kind of shaped who we are. And so uh, Mike and I want to talk about how creating that crew in your classroom, building those relationships in your classroom are, are, are key to the sort of punk rock mindset that, that we want to bring into schools. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about, you know, bringing passion into what you do, how that's a key part of, of you know, just rock and roll in general. And then we're going to bring that, what does that mean in the classroom? That DIY ethic that you talked about, we're going to focus in on that. We've got a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about. I think one thing that I'm, I'm excited to talk about is uh, the circle pit in the classroom. I think I'm, I'm excited for, for, that, for that conversation. So uh, here's, here's, here's what I want to do, Mike. Tell them where they can follow you and what they can follow us on, uh, what hashtag we're looking at. And uh, let's, let's wrap this first, this intro episode up, my man. Yeah, definitely, man. So like Josh was saying, we got these great, these great topics coming up and it's not always just going to be the two of us. We're looking, we're looking for some guests. We already got a couple people lined up. So um, you definitely want to check us out on social media and, and let us know if you're interested. So one, we've got for the podcast itself, it's got its own Twitter handle. It's at punk classrooms. So at Punk Classrooms, that's for the podcast, and that's where we're going to put out our links to the episodes. And, uh, you know, we're looking at dropping an episode every other week. And the, the in-between weeks, we're going to do a s- slow Twitter chat where we'll kind of put the topic up. So if it's, you know, so for example, after, after this episode's posted, the next day we're planning on starting a slow Twitter chat about getting your crew together because, you know, in Punk Rock, even if you did a solo project, no matter what, you got to have a crew. You've got people behind you because there was no major labels and there was no major funding pushing you along. That's right. For you. You're booking your own shows. You're making your own demos. You know, you're self-promoting yourself. And in education, even though you've got your classroom, you're not in this alone. If That's you're right. an administrator, people always say, oh, administration's a lonely job. I, I'm out. I'm, I'm never in my front office. I'm out <laughs> on my mobile office rolling down there with my mobile office and a skateboard. Like I'm talking to my staff all the time. Like, no, we are a team. Like we're a band, we're a crew, like we're in this together. So, That's right. um, you know, we'll have that slow chat topic going. So again, it's at punk classrooms. That's our, the podcast home. And then the hashtag will be punk rock classrooms. And we've already been throwing that out a little bit uh, the past couple of weeks to get some uh, momentum going on it. And then you can find me on Twitter. It's at M Earnshaw 158. That's M E A R N S H A W 158. And then, Josh, how can I get in touch with you? You can find me on Twitter at Josh R Buckley. So that's Josh, letter R, and then Buckley, B U C K L E Y. You can find me there. Uh, and I'm super stoked to get this rolling, but here's, here's something I'm, I'm excited for us to do every episode, my man. So I, let's talk a little bit about, let's share our music for the week. What, what have you been listening to Mike? Oh, definitely. So yeah, uh, I've been, there's really only two bands that I've really been, been rocking to this week. Um, one of them, I, you know, I was never a fan of, uh, the band let live, but then the singer Jason, he got started this side, you know, or his new band when Let Live disbanded, and uh, it's Fever Three Three Three, and it's like a rap rock band, man. It's kind of it's 
it's weird. It's, All right. It's, you, know, you think of let live. And then I'm like, you know, this is completely different. So <laughs> it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of just you know, great. It's still got like that punk rock vein to it where they're talking about, you know, things going on in society and politics and just the inequalities happening. And it just, yeah. you know, it fires me up. And I've been listening to that, to that you know, them a lot um, when I'm out running. And then also, I cannot stop listening to the new EP from this hardcore ska band, Sorry Sweetheart. All right. They, they just dropped a new EP. It's called uh, It Looks Like Fun. They got, you know, there's some punk rock, there's some ska. They even got some death metal growls up in there. It's, <laughs> it, I, I look, I, people can say what they want about ska music. I, Ska's what broke me in. Them. Yes. It <laughs> was my, of all the genres, and we'll talk about genres, <laughs> but the, the punk ska hybrid, the ska music, oh, it's, I still love it, man. I, still, yeah. I, I wish it would make another comeback. I really if, it were, if it weren't for less than Jake, I wouldn't be here right now, man. <laughs> so, exactly. so, so I've been, you? yeah, so I, this week has been a really weird week for whatever reason. I'm on this. If it sounds like the Ramones, I'm going to listen to it this week. So nice. I've been jamming out to a lot of Teenage Bottle Rocket uh, oh, some and yes. some Lillingtons a lot this week uh, and the Huntingtons. Those have been my right. those have been my bands of choice, man. Just just some old school punk rock, but a little better produced than what the Ramones were putting out right. back in the seventies and eighties. So yeah, uh, that's what I've been listening to, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in, Mike, and I really appreciate it. Remember that you can follow us on Twitter at Punk Classrooms. Uh, and then we're going to start sharing out the links to the episodes. Next up, we're going to be talking get your crew together. Thanks for tuning in. And you know what? Uh, we'll see you at the, we'll see you at, we're going to we're going to see you at the show, man. That's right. At the <laughs> show. All right. All right. Thanks everyone. Yeah.